Feeling kind of judgy today. Feeling kind of judgy today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, is that because we're starting a, uh, a new book of the Bible? Yes. Uh, named Judges? Yeah, I believe that is why. Okay. I woke up and I just started judging everybody. Really? Yeah, because I'm in the spirit of Judges right now. You got to get into it. Yeah. We get into character here. Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Chip and Eric reading through the Bible. Two extremely, extremely ordinary and... Uh, handsome. Frighteningly handsome. Oh, it's, it's crazy. Yeah, alarmingly good-looking pastors. It really is. Yeah. We were on the Pastor GQ magazine Actually, last, last month. I got a face for podcasting. That's what I tell people. I've got a face for you podcasting. You have a great face for podcasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I am meant to be I have listened a better one. to. I'm meant to be listened to and not watched. Hey, so we finished Joshua yesterday. Yep. They renewed their covenant with the Lord. Everyone went back to their, you know, if, you, if they were of uh, Reuben, Gad, half-tribe of Manasseh, went back to their place on the east side of the river. Joshua died. Eliezer died. And now yeah. we're going to pick up in the book of Judges. Today, Judges. Eric, is day 89, and wow. we're going to do Judges 1 and 2. Okay. Yeah. Well, just a heads up, Joshua is full of victory. Yeah. <laughs> Judges is yeah. Judges is a rough book. Well, yeah, you, it's got some high points, but yeah. it's got some low points. Yeah, that's all right. You need yeah. the low points yeah. to eventually get to the highest point. Yes, that we're going to. Yeah, at some point. So yeah, Revelation right. twenty one. Yeah, twenty two. All right, twenty one. Yeah. All right, Judges. Judah and Simeon conquer the land. After the death of Joshua, the Israelites asked the Lord, which tribe should go first to attack the Canaanites? Oh, the Lord answered, Judah. For I've given them victory over the land. The men of Judah said to their relatives from the tribe of Simeon, Come join us, join with us to fight against the Canaanites living in the territory allotted to us. Then we will help you conquer your territory. So the men of Simeon went with Judah. When the men of Judah attacked, the Lord gave them victory over the Canaanites and Perizzites, and they killed 10,000 enemy warriors at the town of Bezek. While at Bezek, they encountered King Adonai Bezek and fought against him. And the Canaanites and the Perizzites were defeated. Adonai Bezek escaped, but the Israelites soon captured him and cut off his thumbs and his big toes. Okay. Yeah. Adoni Bezek said, I once had 70 kings with their thumbs and big toes cut off, eating scraps from under my table. Now God has paid me back for what I did to them. They took him to Jerusalem, and he died there. Now the men of Judah attacked Jerusalem and captured it, killing all its people and setting the city on fire. Then they went down to fight the Canaanites living in the hill country, the Negev, and the western foothills. Judah marched against the Canaanites in Hebron, formerly called Kiriath Arba, defeating the forces of Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai. From there, they went to fight against the people living in the town of Debir, formerly called Kiriath Sefer. Caleb said, I will give my daughter Aksa in marriage to the one who attacks and captures Kiriath Sefer. Othniel, the son of Caleb's younger brother, Kenaz, was the one who conquered it. So Aksa became Othniel's wife. Well, when Aksa married Othniel, she urged him to ask her father for a field. As she got down off her donkey, Caleb asked her, what's the matter? She said, let me have another gift. You've already given me land in the Negev. Now, please give me springs of water, too. So <laughs> Caleb gave her the upper and lower springs. When the tribe of Judah left Jericho, the city of Palms, the Kenites who were descendants of Moses' father-in-law, traveled with them into the wilderness of Judah. They settled among the people there near the town of Arad in the Negev. 
Then Judah joined with Simeon to fight against the Canaanites living in Zephath, and they completely destroyed the town. So the town was named Hormah. In addition, Judah captured the towns of Gaza, Ashkelon, and Ekron, along with their surrounding territories. Israel fails to conquer the land. So the Lord was with the people of Judah, and they took possession of the hill country. But they failed to drive out the people living in the plains who had iron chariots. The town of Hebron was given to Caleb and Moses, uh, had promised... Had, had promised, and Caleb drove out the people living there, who were descendants of the three sons of Anak. The tribe of Benjamin, however, failed to drive out the Jebusites, who were living in Jerusalem. So to this day, the Jebusites live in Jerusalem among the people of Benjamin. The descendants of Joseph attacked the town of Bethel, and the Lord was with them. They sent men to scout out Bethel, formerly known as Luz. They confronted a man coming out of the town and said to him, Show us the way into the town, and we'll have mercy on you. So he showed them a way in, and they killed everyone in the town except that man and his family. Oh. Later, the man moved to the land of Hittites, where he built a town. He named it Luz, which is its name to this day. The tribe of Manasseh failed to drive out the people living in Beth Shan, Tanakh, Dor, Iblahem, and Megiddo. Iblahem, Iblahem, and Megiddo, and all their surrounding settlements because the Canaanites were determined to stay in that region. When the Israelites grew stronger, they forced the Canaanites to work as slaves, but they never did drive them completely out of the land. The tribe of Ephraim failed to drive out the Canaanites living in Gezer, so the Canaanites continued to live there among them. The tribe of Zebulun failed to drive out the residents of Kitron and Nahalol, so the Canaanites continued to live among them, but the Canaanites were forced to work as slaves for the people of Zebulun. The tribe of Asher failed to drive out the residents of Akko, Sidon, Ilab, Agzeb, Helba, Aphek, and Rehob. Instead, the people of Asher moved in among the Canaanites who controlled the land, for they failed to drive them out. Likewise, the tribe of Naphtali failed to drive out the residents of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anan. Instead, they moved in among the Canaanites who controlled the land. Nevertheless, the people of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath were forced to work as slaves for the people of Naphtali. As for the tribe of Dan, the Amorites forced them back into the hill country and would not let them come down into the plains. The Amorites were determined to stay in Mount Harry's, Ijalon, and Shalbim. But when the descendants of Joseph became stronger, they forced the Amorites to work as slaves. The boundary of the Amorites ran from Scorpion Pass to Selah and continued upward from there. Judges chapter 2. The Lord's messenger comes to Bochim. The angel of the Lord went up from Gilgal to Bochim and said to the Israelites, I brought you out of Egypt into this land that I swore to give your ancestors, and I said I would never break my covenant with you. For your part, you were not to make any covenants with the people living in this land. Instead, you were to destroy their altars. But you disobeyed my command. Why did you do this? So now I declare that I will no longer drive out the people living in your land. They will be thorns in your sides, as their gods will be a constant temptation to you. When the angel of the Lord finished speaking to all the Israelites, the people wept loudly. So they called the place Bokim, which means weeping, and they offered sacrifices there to the Lord. The death of Joshua. After Joshua sent the people away, each of the tribes left to take possession of the land allotted to them. And the Israelites served the Lord throughout the lifetime of Joshua and the leaders who outlived him, those who had seen all the great things the Lord had done for Israel. Joshua, who's the son of Nun, the servant of the Lord, died at the age of 110. They buried him in the land he had been allocated at timnath Sarah in the hill country of Ephraim, north of Mount Gash. Israel disobeys the Lord. 
After that generation died, another generation grew up who did not acknowledge the Lord or remember the mighty things he had done for Israel. The Israelites did evil in the Lord's sight and served the images of Baal. They abandoned the Lord, the God of their ancestors, who had brought them out of Egypt. They went after other gods, worshiping the gods of the people around them, and they angered the Lord. They abandoned the Lord to serve Baal and the images of Ashtaroth. This made the Lord burn with anger against Israel, so he handed them over to the raiders who stole their possessions. He turned them over to their enemies all around, and they were no longer able to resist them. Every time Israel went out to battle, the Lord fought against them, causing them to be defeated, just as he had warned. And the people were in great distress. The Lord rescues his people. Then the Lord raised up judges to rescue the Israelites from their attackers. Yet Israel did not listen to the judges, but prostituted themselves by worshiping other gods. How quickly they turned away from the path of their ancestors who had walked in obedience to the Lord's commands. Whenever the Lord raised up a judge over Israel, he was with that judge and rescued the people from their enemies throughout the judge's lifetime. For the Lord took pity on his people, who were burdened by oppression and suffering. But when the judge died, the people returned to their corrupt ways behaving worse than those who had lived there before them. They went after other gods, serving and worshiping them, and they refused to give up their evil practices and stubborn ways. So the Lord burned with anger against Israel. He said, Because these people have violated my covenant, which I made with their ancestors, and have ignored my commands, I will no longer drive out the nations that Joshua left unconquered when he died. I did this to test Israel, to see whether or not they would follow the ways of the Lord as their ancestors did. That is why the Lord left those nations in place. He did not quickly drive them out or allow Joshua to conquer them all. Okay, that's the end. That's it. Joshua 1, or Judges, Judges 1 and 2. Yep. Judges 1 and 2. Told gotta, you. Gotta be High highs and low lows. Yeah, yeah, that's okay because that's that's our life, you know. We got some good days and some bad days. Yeah. And um, some of it just happens to us and some of it happens because of us. That's and exactly so right. What we're, they're experiencing here, they're going to have some low days because of what they have done or not have done. They didn't do what God told them to do. And they did not fully obey his command. They didn't, and, and you know, through the, this book, the first chapter basically um, makes makes the case they didn't drive him out. Yeah. You know, yep. uh, a lot of them, but not completely. Yeah. And I think um, so many times in life we, we, we just do enough. We just do enough, um, but we don't do everything. And sometimes if I, if I think if I could just have more good than bad, then I'm just going to be okay. But we don't do everything God tells us to do. And, and I think many times this is the culture of shortcuts. We'll do a shortcut here and a shortcut there, just kind of easy, just enough to get by, just enough to look good, just enough to feel that I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. But God says, that, you know, don't want lukewarm, you know. Right. Yeah. you got to be hot or cold, and I want you to be hot for me mm-hmm. and, and locked in and loaded. And that's what he, he wanted his people to be, and, and they didn't do it. Mm-hmm. They they just kind of got to a certain point and ah I think it's good enough. Yeah, Start, it's good started enough. there yeah. and then turned completely right. Whoop. Like they started chasing after yeah. Baal and you know like, and that's what happens when you don't go all in. You yeah. start to turn the other way. Yeah, you turn the other way and then what he allowed them to experience mm-hmm. is that the people in their land would become quote thorns in your sides. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've ever experienced that, but that's not pleasant. Thorns anywhere I fell off my, my body. bicycle into a cactus once. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's brutal. And there's no way to get up. Like, think about that. You can't put your hands down and get that's up. That's right. That's right. That's so a good that's thought. that's what I think of when I think of you can't pull yeah. yourself up from thorns right. in your side if you're laying in a thorn bush. 
you yeah. can't push your hands. It's going to hurt to get out of it. Right. So, so the lesson, the so what today is do everything God tells you to mm-hmm. do. Go all in. Don't think you've done enough. He deserves everything. And we give him everything and we go all the way, even though it's going to be a little extra effort, a lot of work. He deserves it. If we don't, we're going to fall on a bunch of thorns and it's going to be a pain. Right. All over. Right. So there you go. Very good. So where's Jesus? Okay. So uh, like I said, high highs, low lows. So, Mm -hmm. so far we've watched Israel complain a lot against God. You know, they've had their great victories too. I don't want to take that away from them. You know, when they're doing the right thing, they're really doing the right thing. But we've seen them complain against God. We've seen them do this and that. But so far, in the big ways, you know, like we've seen some idolatry here, some false god worship here, you know, some. This is the first time, in in my recollection of what we've read so far, the past 90 or so days, um, this is the first time I could really remember that the whole nation of Israel is lumped together as turning against God toward false gods right like not just complaining about god and him taking us out of israel just to die in the wilderness or that but like fully turning and worshiping baal yeah oh yeah you know um yeah what we will see so this is not just rebellion this is rejection against god that's a distinction i'm starting to draw in my own life from my Mm. testimony that i wasn't just rebelling against god for the years i was turned away from him i was rejecting Mm. i was you know insulting him and that's what they're doing And where I see Jesus in this is all of the goodness that God has through the covenant that he made with Israel. Yeah. The land, the blessings, the cursing of their enemies, and then the blessing everyone in the the world through them. Mm. They will reject that. Mm. Not just rebel against that when the Messiah comes. They will reject that. And, uh, you know, Romans chapter 10, uh, some of these New Testament passages, the parables of Jesus are all about the fact that God's first group, Israel, will and has rejected the Messiah. Mm. And so where I see Jesus in this is a very, very sad foreshadowing of what will happen when he stands before them and they choose Mm. to reject him. Um, And so that's when he says the blessing's coming off of you and this is going to hurt, you know. And so that is, uh, that's where I see Jesus. It's a low, low, but this is the beginning of a really strong pattern that we will see in the life of Jesus that Israel will reject God when he's right in front of them. Yeah. Yeah, and and, and I, if I can just interject a little yeah, bit, yeah. where's Jesus in this too? I think, you know, the idea that he wants to bless them. Yeah, he does. He wants them to turn from their ways and he wants to give mm-hmm. them the land and bring, you know, them experience, you know, and we'll see that repeatedly when they the judge comes in and they turn from their sin they'll see blessing yeah. and God wants to do it. And yeah. that's, you know, what Jesus wants to do as well and what he did and will continue to do as we seek him and put, and put him first. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, good stuff. Hey, thank you for joining us today. Yeah. And uh, hope you enjoyed uh, the start of Judges and uh, join us tomorrow. Tomorrow will be day number 90. Cool. Day 90. 90 yeah. straight days of listening or maybe one or maybe 20 or maybe whatever. Yeah. yeah. But, hey. You're doing it. You're so, doing it. So good job, and you have a great day. Proud of you guys. Bye.